everyone. Welcome to the Free Guy spoiler casted review. The most demanded <laughs> content you've ever wanted from us here at the Gigaboots Podcast Network. We've got the fullest crew. We've got Bob. Hey. We've got uh, KZ Excellent from KZExcellent.com. I'm wearing a blue shirt. We've got Mr. Field from Mr. Field's Wild Ride. The writer of this also wrote Ready Player One. And we've got Dr. Agra from Dr. Agra. Mom! Mom, don't touch that sock! Oh, God. That's... <laughs> you know, when we set into the new year, I was really excited to watch something good on Netflix. Uh, I watched Smash. Other people should watch it. This was not on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it was a few bucks on Amazon. <laughs> I, uh, like an idiot, I, what was it? Six, yeah, six dollars. Yep. yep, six dollars. I needed that 4K HDR experience for Free Guy. <laughs> I, I, need really that for, I need that for every new film that releases. Uh, the regular one's six dollars too. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, good to know. Thank you. Uh, you know, this is the major hit of uh, last August. <laughs> we just really needed to get this content out there, and sometimes some corners need to be cut. So please forgive us if we haven't had enough time to mull over the nuances of the plot, and maybe we missed some important details. Uh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna do this like the gaming ones. We're gonna do this like the huge outside of I think the Capcom trilogy of Netflix things fell into us not following the normal formula because it felt like falling down a deep well. <laughs> um, I, I part of me vaguely remembers Dragon's Dogma having it, but I'm unsure because I don't remember much of that phase of my life. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like, one or more of those did not follow the actual format. Of I the show. I don't think we did it for. It or Cowboy Bebop. I think we're like, no, we just start blasting. <laughs> just go. Uh, but for this one, I thought it would be really neat if we uh, have a couple sentence summary of how we feel on the film Free Guy and make some sort of mouth sound that, you know, uh, ties to that emotion that we feel when we think about the fact I paid $6 to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and start this off with uh, Mr. Feel. Uh, so a lot. So I went into free guy i was the one who uh who suggested this endeavor <laughs> after i watched it on my own um and i was like well th this got like sevens and eights and people were like oh this oh no it's not a cynical uh wholesome movie uh needless to say i have cut every single person who said that out of my life um, uh <sighs> the matrix for straight people uh Okay, we're going to move from that end to the Dr. Agro end. Dr. Agro. Free Guy is uh, a movie that was pretty good when it came out in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> That's still too late. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's entirely baffling how completely harmless this movie feels uh, unless... Unless there are some things about it that I'm not just making up and are actually in there, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Uh-oh. Uh, we're going to move over to Bob. Bob? Uh, a free guy is like an hour of infantile understanding of how video games or really anything is produced. Uh, but then the last 30 minutes is kind of funny, so I'll, I'll give it a... Uh. Bob, are you saying there's heroes on both sides? Yes. <laughs> uh, we now go to KZ. 
Uh, it's been a while since I've seen a film that is entirely carried on one person. <laughs> that it would cave in on itself, like, <laughs> brutally and bloodily if they weren't involved. Uh, some parts of this were really, like, ugh. Uh, but I did enjoy myself in the last, like, half, <laughs> so I, I'm like, eh! Okay. Uh, I would say it compares favorably to science fiction films and action video games, such as Ready Player One, The Truman Show, The Matrix, Grand Theft Auto, and Fortnite, because I'm reading the wiki page. <laughs> uh, I think that's a decent length for a podcast. GB Podcast Network. <laughs> Agra, what par parts of the movie did you make up? <laughs> uh, could it could it have been the part where uh, where Ryan Reynolds guy mm -hmm. uh, is looking down at his black friend and mm -hmm. who is on like on the ground and says wistfully and as like meaningful music plays life does just life doesn't have to be something that just happens to us. <laughs> It's okay. Can we can we do the fun parts of the movie first? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, actually... I, I want to circle back to Bob's observation that not since CSI has a piece of media <laughs> so belligerently not understood what a video game is. I, I'm all about yeah. I'm all about ones and zeros, Acro. <laughs> I uh I actually want to cycle back to the other part of what Bob said because it was surreal watching it happen in real time. Of the first hour and ten minutes of this movie are genuinely terrible and made me feel like I was watching Jumper again for the first time. <laughs> Stop talking about Jumper! <laughs> what? Yeah, it's very cringe. The movie just passed through me. This ethereal. I'm watching the blueprint for a movie filmed and made real before my eyes. They forgot to fill in pronouns like a Mad Lib. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, you get past that, and it starts genuinely being really funny in a way I didn't expect, because, quite frankly, dude is one of the funniest things in a movie. <laughs> Possibly ever. Yes! <laughs> if, if, if not for the writing specifically for dude, which, for those who have not seen the movie, is evil Ryan Reynolds, made by the creative director of the game Ryan Reynolds lives in, uh which is a half-baked character concept full of catchphrases such as catchphrase, which he says while I thought that beating. was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. really fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> when he lists his favorite things of <laughs> violence, TBD, to be declared, and third thing. Third thing. I was, Ryan Reynolds God. put in more work than this movie deserved. Oh, See, yeah. He, he fucking carried this movie twice over. 100%. And, like, the last, the last 40 minutes or whatever exists past that first hour and 10 is so clearly, like... Did Ryan Reynolds just come in and do a rewrite? This just seems like it's directly out of his brain. Uh, now, see, that's, yeah. that's bizarre because I have the complete opposite experience of this movie. Really? I really enjoyed the more harmless, linear, formulaic first part of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then from the moment dude shows up, like he says catchphrase and then it's all downhill. Really? How? Yeah. Oh, I man. hated the last half hour of this movie. That's amazing. <laughs> so you're the free and I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's uh that's awesome dude that's <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> I, I wish yeah, i watched yeah, this movie next to you actually <laughs> yeah that's kind of crazy i'm like that's when we had jokes like bringing the security yard thing near the end where he does the self-sacrifice movement and is like i'm okay with this and then it cuts to the outside world where the security guard's like that guy's a hero <laughs> yeah <laughs> i fucking loved that i love that the security staff at the game developer has just completely turned on the creative director through the sole means of we love the security guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, best gag in that movie is mm-hmm. during the montage where guy, you know, he's 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 gonna go around doing the taking the guns away thing, mm-hmm. and they huck a grenade at him, and he looks at it, and he watches it count down, <laughs> yes. and he goes to throw it back, and the truck drives. By. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is actually very, very good. Genu- genuinely hilarious. <laughs> Did any, before they watched that, I presume everybody had a vague idea of the plot of this movie before they watched it. Yeah. Like yeah. they knew like NPC acquire yeah. sentience. Right. Did anybody else go into this not expecting at all like the B plot that justified it? Um, it, What layer of the bleep? Oh, oh, you mean, okay, just the idea that the... AI written like, by I didn't, these two I, that yeah, was bought. I didn't expect there to be like, actually, he's a super advanced AI that, that they wrote and got stolen. I thought this would just be like, we don't know why he's sentient. Like, oh, the, yeah. but the movie's uh, about it. Yeah, I also I was super that. glad when it hit, because like, it started, and I'm like, are we not going to front load this with anything? Like, a <laughs> shot of somebody spilling coffee on a server? Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate 1992 fantasy film. <laughs> Fucking Garth Marenghi dark place moment of look out. We need to reset the servers. It's a freaky Friday. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Like for me, I didn't expect the element to be a corporate takeover of their game that these two indie darlings made that then just gets shoved into their GTA. I assume there was some super science because, you know, machine learning and all sorts of things like that are happening right now. So you assume at some Mm -hmm. level this movie, like even without knowing what that plot line was, or at least I did, I assumed at some level it would go into, uh, yeah, we we had an experiment running. They had a a modal running and there was an AI inside. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) What? Matrix Resurrection. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then that would explain why it didn't land. So I assumed they were going to do that. Like, I, I, when I first saw the movie, I was like, or the trailer for the movie, I assumed at some level there was going to be some, you know, computer science cutting edge reason, vaguely. I did not expect corporate takeover of Indie Darling that has super AI in it. Yeah, okay. like I, I thought that aspect of the plot for how completely ignorant this script is of how computers work at all. <laughs> I thought like that was brilliant for how dumb the rest of this movie is. Like, yes, this it- corporate douchebag like is using this mostly complete game and just referencing parts of the code to make the AI work for his NPCs. But he doesn't know how to extract that part of the code. So he just has that whole game physically in his engine <laughs> that is, just that is references like that bizarrely part. accurate yes considering how little of a clue accurate. also I, I really need to shout out like the costume department of this movie and makeup for making um the dude from stranger things mm-hmm. who is the indie dev in this look like when he's in game dev mode look like 
just I don't like looking at him. I have to turn away. <laughs> it's like it's like intense Phil Fish radiation yeah, coming I was off him. Say, they really nailed the Phil Fish, which will work either way for you depending it's, on how you feel it's about also that. Ins- it's also insanely funny at the end, at the conclusion of the of the movie's bizarre cuck arc, where he's like transforms into love interest man. <laughs> Yeah, that and was, has an entirely different haircut and costume. It's it. It was almost like a horror movie stinger, <laughs> but it was a romantic comedy stinger. I, no, it, it seriously was horrific. Like when guys, it, I oh my god! So like they they, they do the really bizarre uh, nonsensical server reboot equals earthquake scene, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then like oh no, guy's gone back to being a regular NPC. Everything's wiped, and then she kisses him, but oh, guy's back, and it's great. And then at the end, it it feels like his new self-aware personality got hard overwritten by like four lines of dialogue that guy programmed in to redirect that girl to him. Look, I'm just saying right now, I realize the thing I need to tell you is if you go to our sponsor, Audible. (laughs) (laughs) I I was honestly losing my mind. First of all, the scene aggro is describing... Where he like gets rebooted back into a normal NPC lasts like forty five seconds. It does. It do- it doesn't matter at all. But I was screaming when she gives him the kiss, and there's like he enters the big think dimension. Yeah. <laughs> the webs of color are coming off his head. Yeah, those are all the uh, threads. <laughs> Wake up, NPC. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. I think we can all agree. You know, Agro disagrees from me at least on the quality of beginning versus you know once again he's the free i'm the guy um the end is has strong rewrite energy like not only because like apparently i guess it, this was being made by fox um yeah, 20th century studios uh was our <laughs> logo at the end and then at and then in the last like 30 minutes it starts going we're gonna go hard on disney properties <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh that, yeah, because Disney, because because Disney acquired the movie midway through production, right? And Ryan's like, I'm gonna have fun with all these toys I can use. He's like, Thank God I have Deadpool one and two to point at, so that way they'll let me do anything here. Because that, I, I, it I, felt like that. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that scene ending with him putting the glasses on. Uh, dude, <laughs> yes, no, yes. that's the funniest <laughs> oh, part yeah. of that scene for sure. I. You know, I thought some of the uh, references were cringe, like the lightsaber thing. But then when dude starts blocking the lightsaber with his muscles, I was like, okay, no, this <laughs> yeah, is fine. No, that's <laughs> when it was okay. It was okay because this buff dude could take a lightsaber to the skin. I too was at the same level of just like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Jade Silent Bob Strike Back came out a long time ago. I'm not sure that pulling out a lightsaber in your movie is remotely funny in 2022. Yeah, like he pulls out the shield and the Hulk fist. I'm like, okay, because yeah. the, the whole first part of the movie, it, it's been subtle and good. And like, yeah. Oh, look, a Halo tank in the background. Mega Buster <laughs> for two frames. Like, yeah, this is how you do this. Dan? Yeah, go ahead. Dan, did you mention Jay and Silent Bob? Because that scene also features like very similar... <laughs> Big foam fists at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, d- dude plays cock knocker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that actually did remind me of that. But I'm damaged. I understand that. I was just trying to think of the last movie where it was like, I even gave it rope when it pulled out a lightsaber as a joke, like any rope at all. And I was like, yeah, I think that was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And it was a bong lightsaber. So at least there was an extra layer of thought there, aside from pulling out just the lightsaber. 
but yeah, no, that's I, I feel like as much as I enjoyed the ending, the part where it was like, here's a Captain America thing and a Hulk thing, and I pull out a lightsaber and I love Disney uh, was not great. <laughs> but I do enjoy everything past a certain point in the movie. Just it, it's this it's this weird area where it just started being really funny to me. Uh and I'm not sure the exact scene where the turnover happened. It's dude. Um, I, I mean, dude's hilarious. <laughs> right before that. It was that. a little bit before that, though. Uh, right before that, when they go to the uh, YouTuber's house, like, the, and he knows, and he knows Guy and is a big fan. Yeah. There are a few Ooh. good jokes in there. It's also got the horrible yelling at his mom stuff. And the sock joke, yeah. <laughs> yes. But it has a few good jokes in there where he's like, oh, yeah, pose with me. Oh, dude, my catchphrase. I'm like, this is this is pretty good. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love his streamer form so much. That actor is great. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I also know them from. I, I think the casting of uh, Channing Tatum as the, the player <laughs> character for that guy. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. Him. Yes. God damn it. I did not recognize him. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah, no, he, he really nailed the energy of I am video game form of that guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, way to have like a <laughs> yeah. backup Kevin Hart. That uh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like the, the, the one fake streamer in this movie, the movie's filled with reaction shots of actual streamers. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are terrible. <laughs> the one fake streamer, like the line that gave me that gave me a stroke when I was watching him like, what fucking 80 year old man wrote this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is where the mom is like the mo- the the streamer's mom because oh they're a man child who lives with their parents is yeah. like she says like I'm already in hell because my 22 <laughs> year old son still lives with the me. exact or line. Have you looked at the world in the span of the past 20 years? <laughs> yeah, I was like 22. That's insanely young for this line. No. Jesus. Yeah. The exact line was. Uh, there is no God. He's screaming because she interrupted his stream. And then she goes, you're damn right. There's no God. You're 22 and you still live at home. This this movie has a lot of written by 80 year olds. energy. <laughs> like if you, if you look at the company, which, okay, props tsunami is totally something I could see a publisher or a developer being named the way it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody in that company looks like they're over 30. Because yeah. this script is stuck in that old ass idea that all computer companies are run by teenagers. I I like that the main guy, uh huh, the 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 runner of Tsunami, yeah, is clearly just to meme from Ninja Series. See, I I, <laughs> I I get visual design like with the hair and stuff. Yeah, uh, especially DMC era where he was being stylish. I, I, he's he's really reeled it back since then but honestly because of all of the lines for him and everything else he just gives me huge ubisoft vibes like he's just some guy at ubisoft who's silently being evicted <laughs> are you sure it, that wasn't just because of the assassin's creed outfit he had on? i mean that is one element of it for <laughs> fucking sure but this thought trail just led me to comparisons with mythic quest that i wasn't really ready to have oh. when i set out to watch this movie um I, I I like Mythic Quest more than this movie, <laughs> but man, the last like forty minutes were really funny in a way I did not expect. Uh, thank you, free year of Apple TV, so I could check out Mythic Quest. I don't recommend most people do that, except for those two random episodes that are completely different from the rest of the series. I had some hope earlier in uh, 
in the movie. Mm-hmm. There were certain things where I was like, man, this is actually kind of neat. Um, when the two dudes from the developer go into the game as police officers <laughs> to uh, figure out what's up with Guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was oh. like, this is so Ultima Online. It, I, yeah. I love it. It's exactly yeah. okay. what I was thinking. What, what was killing me is the energy that um, the white guy, the Stranger Things guy, as a cop, mm-hmm. Has like this really intense whitest kids you know energy. Yes, <laughs> his mustache really sold oh, that. Oh, I sure. was getting super troopers energy. <laughs> that too, but like even shittier, which is where I feel like whitest kids you know hit. Yeah, that's, yes. fair. that's fair. I understand. So I, I actually then, uh, 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 go on. <laughs> And then they, uh, and then it like shifts into the weird boomer mode where it's like we killed him, so he's logged out of the game. Yes, it's it becomes really poorly written, but it's it's really neat um, <laughs> conceptually. It's like I'm gonna go God mode. Like, oh, okay, this is oh, you're going to do a really really complicated uh, terrain manipulation <laughs> yes. thing, not freeze his movement or yeah. ban his IP. Or I I thought it would be something like oh yeah, the, then I become invincible and com- no clip right. around. Right, uh-huh. but no. <laughs> Time to go God mode. Still has to take the stairs. Right? I'm a creator god. Um, There's a few things. Like, I believe that scene is the beginning of my relationship with this movie where I'm just like, okay, you're not going to fully nail exactly what this idea is supposed to be or maybe fully flesh things out. And then the next major arc of that was blue shirt guy is the most popular guy in our game. No one ever interacts with him in the game at all. <laughs> yes. Uh, Channing Tatum's the only human who it, who's like, holy shit, you're the guy. They cut to places around the world that are like, he is taken over. Here's people in Japan. Here's a cop. I thought player. that one was funny, <laughs> but I mostly thought it was funny because that kid reminded me of like, Almost, almost like Arino esque. Yeah, for me, that kid like somewhere between Arino and uh, Conan cosplayer. <laughs> it was like, yes. oh, this and is delightful. Energy. This is delightful. I really like this. Um, but yeah, I think it was between that and the our game is an MMO, but an FPS, and it has levels. <laughs> Get to level one hundred. No, and no, there's a really not, weird not, thing. Not experience levels. They have stages they boot into. <sighs> There is a scene where she selects what stage to boot, and I'm like, "What is this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> well, see, well, 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 this, well, this game doesn't run on the SSD, so it can't all be seamless. <laughs> you have to load into zones. Yeah, it seems to be like four blocks, and then there's the out of bounds wall. <laughs> yes. Remember, this is what they would call a super game. <laughs> yeah, I like when they go to the shoreline. Oh. It's like this is this is the worst MMO ever made, isn't it? This is the worst open world game ever. There's just a wall before the ocean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not even like Truman show where it's like a hundred feet out. It's literally like he throws a rock and it instantly bounces back into his face. Yeah. I, I like, I like that. And I was like, this open world is terrible. And then they're like, there's a plot reason why this is like this. Yeah, I was glad that there was a plot reason. It would have been really weird to be like, this is how this world works and not pick up on that. Uh, that it just that made me think of No More insane, Heroes though? 1's open world. Yeah. Where it's just like, you can't touch the water. <laughs> what do, what do that do? scene drove me insane because he like shoves his hand through the, the Truman Show-esque wall. 
And then it's like, wow. And then we move to a whole nother scene. Like there's no follow up for him doing that. It's just, it's just over. Sometimes feel, look, a lot of people don't understand the nitty gritty of making movie like I do. Sometimes feel you just put a scene in of a man putting down a gun with Chekhov written on it. <laughs> so speaking of game mechanics, uh, at two points in this movie, Guy removes the glasses from a player character. And the second time he does it, we see that it has deactivated their HUD. Yes. Yes. Is that a thing other players can do to each other? Because that would be like the top meta move. I, and no <laughs> one ever does it. I think that person's entire account is just whatever those glasses are looking at now. Like when they log <laughs> in, that's it. That's <laughs> Well, no, they just, it, it removes all the HUD elements. They're still playing from that perspective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because... um. When he takes the glasses and puts them on, it's like his stats from before that. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember. It's like that is the money he had in a previous scene. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, something they keep showing every time he use money comes up is that his pin number is 1111. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh, that was really good. I, I enjoyed the first ATM scene. The second one was uh, mildly ruined by them doing the weirdest thing in the background of looping a guy jumping into a wall. <laughs> and that was the best. It, it was, was like, like, what is that's a very video game thing, but I don't know why that man was CG. <laughs> like, you couldn't just have a real practical dude do that? No, because uh, well, no, we, it's a video game. Yeah, it's a <laughs> every shot where they're like, here's what it looks like in the real world. Uh, this video game is immaculate. Yeah. It looks so, it, it, it's Mafia City. <laughs> yes, it is yes. those Mafia City ads I get on Twitter. And I was like, this is great. That looks nothing like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're talking about the glasses scene mm -hmm. where he steals them. Yeah. When he does it the second time and tries to give them to his friend. Yeah. I thought this movie was going to be absolute gold and it would become They Live. Yeah, have, <laughs> you, were, yeah you were scene. calling it out. Where he's just like, put on the glasses, and his friend says no. And Bob's like, are they going to do the they live thing? And I'm like, there's no fucking way. God, I was, I was that would... Five points. Yes. Five extra points this movie would have gone up. Yeah, yeah, immediately. It would just get a perfect 10, basically, because... <laughs> Because it has a 10-minute drawn-out fight in a bank lobby. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be unhinged. Yeah. I was hoping a little bit of that energy would work it in later when a um, Molotov girl uh, takes Guy out of the bank and then runs him into a back alley. And I was like, cool, are we going to have they live moment now? <laughs> are we going to have this, like, forcing him to wear the glasses thing be a... a a developed thing or forcing him to wake up his AI thing, be a more developed thing, but then it's just kissing. And I was like, okay. Mm. Thank you. Molotov girl. Yes. Um, purely aesthetically. Uh, I'm really digging the like exposed brigandine shirt under the blouse look mm -hmm. for for like a clothed half armor thing. Yeah. I, just, I have nothing to connect it to. It's just, I, I thought that was a really, really good aesthetic choice that stuck in my head. For some reason, it reminds me of PUBG. It might literally be a costume from that. I'm not sure, though. Huh. Mm. I, I feel like I've seen it before, but at the time, all I can think of, when I was watching it, all I could think of looking at her was, why, why is she like weird knockoff Trinity? All I could think of is, yeah, this looks like a, a giant MMO with a ton of outfits that leans more into the guns, the duel territory of uh, <laughs> the school of thought of character design and outfits. 
it, it genuinely looks like some hyper premium thing, which is why in the coffee shop, she goes, yeah, I'm in here because I'm digging up info for a lawsuit. I'm like, you have that skin? <laughs> that is not a convincing excuse. <laughs> I, I Okay. I think it's really weird that they have the other developer of the original indie game working at uh, Tsunami. Well, 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 she sold out. Uh, everything around him being there feels bizarre because it's just like, dude, how did you not know that their code was in this game? You're a coder on this game. It's it's such he, a leap of faith <laughs> of like, what are you doing? Now, no, no he, doesn't, he doesn't work on the game. He works in like... Uh, complaints and bug fists customer relations he doesn't seem to actually yeah. do any coding on the game yeah because if you recall he's asked like are you sure you don't want to go up to programming that's true which yeah. if you just did then he would know immediately that his game is just sitting in there mm -hmm. Wait. yeah it's it's bizarre it's really weird it's <laughs> almost like it should be part of a story of some sort of settlement or something that yeah. involves that guy getting a cushy job because you would think that would be the only way that sort of situation would end up like that. Yeah. I just realized that the art team seemed to be solely responsible for activating dude. Yes. Uh -huh. Like putting him in, putting him from <laughs> the completely incompatible Free City 2, <laughs> porting him back to Free City 1 and getting him up and running. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's almost like <laughs> most people don't know shit about this who wrote this. <laughs> Which, I mean, that dude himself links back to the whole 80-year-olds wrote this. Like, okay, so Guy is is our nerdy video game hero. Well, what's what's the most horrible uh, anti-thing for that? We, oh, a beach bully from the 1980s. Yep, that's that's what he made for his next video game. All right. As soon as he popped in, I went, this came out the same year Space Jam 2. Look, Where it's how do we make someone threatening? Make them bigger through CG and other effects. At least it felt delightful in this. In Space Jam 2, it was just fucking causing breakdown. <laughs> um, yes. I, I think the tattoo of the little blue shirt on his chest that was really so sold it. Yes. so funny. Yeah, that was, that was gold. That, that design became a 10 off that. Especially when he taps it <laughs> in one of the scenes to be like, it's you. <laughs> and I lost it. Um, but yeah, to contextualize the 1980s buff beach bully or whatever, uh, this this movie constantly plays the song Fantasy by Mariah Carey. So when it put me in that headspace of playing that song at least five times, including the slow motion version for the really dramatic scene, uh, that, that, that made that decision make a lot of sense. And part of me went, maybe maybe this is also in the creative director's brain. He is also constantly looping Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Maybe that's the only song in this world. <laughs> Look, I, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you just, you get parts of the song Fantasy stuck in your head for decades because <laughs> you watched Rush Hour on VHS when you were a kid over and over and over again. And you had no idea what that song was, but the memory of a 10-year-old Chinese girl singing it. <laughs> has just been looping in the back of your mind Say, your entire you. life. I was trying to remember. I was like, I know that song showed up in a movie I watched. And then you started describing Rush Hour. And I was like, yeah, it was that. Because Bob and I even watched Rush Hour, like, again, it, it, like, in the last few years. 
What was the scene with that? <sighs> oh, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> sometimes madness makes you create a film, okay? <laughs> Truer words. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't... I don't know what else to talk about here. The, the the plot isn't a lot to dig into, I don't think. I think we've said most things about most of the plot that you could. Well, hmm. I mean... Um, <laughs> There's the darkness. <laughs> so I, sp- I spent a while while, while this plot uh, was unfolding. Because mm-hmm. the movie has two parts. The first part where it's, you know, guy gains sentience. And I thought it was going to be an interesting number five is alive kind of movie. Uh-huh. But then it, it flips in the middle after um, Molotov Girl does just the the dumbest, worst ever your world is fake scene. Because no one, no one in this world even remotely connected to an industry that could possibly in the future maybe tangentially be related to giving birth to a self-aware, curious AI. No one who works in any of those industries has not practiced first contact with, 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 with their own burgeoning creation over and over and over again as a fantasy. (sighs) Fuck that scene. Oh yeah. No, her, (coughs) her having made the AI makes that pretty unbearable. Like you should understand it all. What the the gravity of what you're doing. It's amazing. He's real. Our thing that we did intentionally worked. And then she gets in there. You're fake. Your whole world's fake. You're not real. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> yeah, even before that, where he's like, I'm in love with him. He can't be the, the AI I made. It's like, no, lady. This is Have I'm you talked huge. to any nerd ever? I'm pretty sure it'd be like, hell yeah, he's in love with me. <laughs> I, I just sit here and I think about... You know, their first game, which was uh, something life. I can't remember the exact name, but life itself, life itself. Thank you. Second life, second life itself. (laughs) And I have to wonder how many people in that also have all of her exact interests and she just never noticed. (laughs) No, he's the one. Okay. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. It sounded like her partner there hard coded various preferences. (laughs) Into the AI generation algorithm. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this this world might be full of a lot of people who love bubblegum ice cream. <laughs> God, it's so creepy. Yes, it <laughs> is. That is genuinely creepy. We kick over into the second half of the plot where where it becomes something else. And I was trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to make this track with something. Like, is this the metaphor for something? What's What's the core struggle that we're having? What are we fighting against? Oh, my God. This is a struggle against oppression story written for people who aren't oppressed. Yeah. 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 This is a <laughs> 1990s, oh, our true oppression is that our lives are boring, and that's super valid story. <laughs> yes. God, it's- God, I grow oh, God, every time I think about how many movies from the 90s are like, I'm upper middle class, but spiritually unfulfilled. How will I ever survive? And I'm like, oh. That that, that sounds like a cursed content list. (laughs) Oh, most of those movies are good. Like, Office Space is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but it's but the problem is things have gotten so much worse it's now comical yeah yeah right? no the the problem is they super aged like milk yeah the, <laughs> and another one of those things was like this film was great when it released in 1995 <laughs> like oh man did i give up on my art to chase material wealth bitch i can't pay my rent <laughs> I, w I wish I could make that decision, right? <laughs> I, I like that dude in the movie when they gather everyone together and he can't put his arms down. like that guy. Yeah. Um, he might be my favorite character. That's like a very 2002 comedy character. He tried. Hmm. Now... Uh, did, did anybody else start to like stroke out a little bit um, when uh, Taika Waititi starts talking about sequels and you're, I'm flashing back to the Matrix Resurrection? <laughs> no, I was just caught up on being like, is this a, literally a joke specifically about Overwatch 2? <laughs> yeah, because I looked and I'm like, Tsunami, Blizzard, and even like the letter, it's like the separated letters that are like, trying to mirror what it is i was like it feels like you're really leaning in on that i uh you know it reminded me of overwatch 2 because it's we have wildly successful thing sequel launch soon what is sequel i don't know fire <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so we're not sure what the what the sequel is let's shut down the whole original game <laughs> uh, also i lied about backwards compatibility between the two games yes yeah like, he's like, like we're totally gonna get away with that I'm like no, what? No, no, probably, probably not. That might affect your press cycle at bare minimum. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this that that energy well, is one of the many energies in this film that makes me go. I, I, it would help me connect with your film if it made fucking sense. Yes, was, it, it we're, we're, like... we're drop, we're dropping the most expensive game ever made. Shadow dropping effectively. You got like three days. Because the thing is, this thing is clearly like if you if you want to like. It's GTA Online, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In what world does Rockstar go, we're making GTA Online 2 and shutting one down? <laughs> Tomorrow. Like, immediately. <laughs> like, yes. No. It no one in their mind goes, we're so confident a new product starts cutting loose from Parachute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I sincerely thought... Oh, Casey? Uh, it's just genuinely insane. Everything around the development of, of their games they're making and... The entire time, I thought the resolution of this film would be like, oh, there's going to be, like, real crimes that happen that'll make the bad guy, like, go to jail or something, because this feels like a type of film to do that. Mm. Uh, but the resolution is just, uh, uh, he gives over ownership to this thing, and his game doesn't do well, so he just does really bad interviews <laughs> and starts balding <laughs> on camera. <laughs> I, I like the comeuppance was a lot more minor than I was expecting. You know, maybe he should have immediately done that GDC panel where he makes a joke that Free Guy's a gay cowboy. <laughs> maybe that would have <laughs> helped his public image leading <laughs> the launch of number two. I can't believe Microsoft bought them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but please, Agro, go on. <laughs> I, I want to take this movie and show it to everyone who knows anything about video games. <laughs> and the moment they start to cringe, go that. That is what it looks like every time swords show up in media. 
What's the problem, Agro? Yeah, it's kind of shaped the same way, but it doesn't work like that at all. <laughs> uh, I, you know... I didn't have high expectations for the accuracy and legitimacy of game development in this film, but I thought on a scale of cringe to death because it's so inaccurate to pleasantly surprised this is pretty close to the real thing. I thought it would be a little bit closer to that last part, the, the better end of the spectrum than Mythic Quest, but it landed the other way, weirdly enough. <laughs> I, I thought he would just, it would be that much a little bit more legitimate. But then you get all of the things from Taika with TT's character where he's just like, yeah, uh, we're going to shut that down and have no money and go into the next thing. And I'm like, this <laughs> makes me miss the days of the realism of Mythic Quest. I'm going to stop him exposing me by moving his physical character in the game world by hitting my servers with an axe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most insane one where it's just like, no, no, it's it doesn't just just knock everything offline. It only knocks parts offline, and the world starts <laughs> starts compressing corrodes. into Daybreak Town from Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> where it has the same tower. Part of me could deal with that, but then you got to contend with you're taking an axe to this shit when you could just throw the circuit breaker. Right? Yeah, I also like, thought so that. He's, 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 well, he's fucking making stupid. All the terrain do dumb things, and while the servers are corrupting from being axe hit, Stranger Things is hot coding in a piece <laughs> of terrain to angle forty five yeah. degrees, upgrading ramps. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was gonna like because he like watches Taika Waititi walk into the server room. Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to do something like in the world, like go confront the villain. But no, he's yeah. just like, no, I can't. We have a great cast of characters, Taika Waititi, Stranger Things, and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I like this final like showdown. Of, he's like, I haven't broken this one server thing left. It's the last line of defense. <laughs> right? And this is how we will do negotiations. The, the server room is at one HP, so everything's fine. Exactly. <laughs> I, the, I thought the Stranger Things friend... Whoever that other guy from the office was. Okay, just, the one who's originally office simp, but yes. then has the turn. Yeah, he has the turn at the most random time. Oh. It's like, how did you not get this until now? Yeah. He put that on the mental back burner, so it took <laughs> oh, a yeah. little bit longer for him to wait. Wait, th I the suck. Fucking, the rabbit guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, God. rabbit guy. His funny? magnetic removable face rabbit costume was actually like some tech. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He could have used that tech to be anything cool. And then he didn't. <laughs> we're rabbits. We eat. We fucking. We slit throats. Yes. We're, we're fucking alpha predator. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, man. I would have grouped with that guy. Now, here's the most confusing thing about the credits for this movie. It says music by... And then it doesn't list Mariah Carey. I don't know how that's what? even possible. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of neat parts of this film that seem like neat things to look at happening on a screen, right? And mm -hmm. there's a really good narrative uh, what's, what's excuse envelope of, hey, it's a video game, so it's okay that the CG looks bad. And, and like while watching this, I turned to Bob and I'm like, every movie should just take place in a video game like the newer Assassin's Creed's. Yep. It, it just would give a narrative reason for any and all budgets of CG on screen. But I feel like 
it's really hard to imagine a version of this film where they retool it to make it a truly great film. I can't even wrap my head around where you would begin and what you would do. Now I'm more interested mentally in imagining the Netflix series of this movie. Oh, yeah, no. Because this, this oh. movie's two main problems to becoming like a, a truly great piece of art. Are... <laughs> uh, one, you'd either have to actually follow through on the burgeoning artificial intelligence gain sentience storyline, which, you know, those movies won Oscars, but nobody likes them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And two, if I swear to God, if you're making a movie that deals with video games, the stakes, unless it's a video game tournament, cannot take <laughs> place within the video game. <laughs> Uh, they, they had cool gamer headphones they had to keep <laughs> reminding you they got hyperx i, I th that actually like bothered me a lot when like uh when molotov girl was like sealed in the chamber at the coffee shop for like eight hours they say yes i'm like i'm like you know the world's dangerous, and you're like a young woman. You shouldn't shut out the entire world in a public place for eight hours. Hey, if she's indoors at a coffee shop, I think that's that's one of the safer places to be completely shut off from the world. Uh, I know that barista's going to stab her eventually. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, spe but... <laughs> speaking of that, I, I thought the uh, uh, guy's speech mm -hmm. to all the other NPCs where yeah. she's like backing him up. And then he's like, gun violence. He's like, oh no, we have we have fucking tons of that. That's that's an enormous problem. That actually got me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I was... knew it was coming as he was leading in. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a bad one here. But still hilarious. Yeah, that that was definitely firmly in the part of the movie where I started thinking it was much funnier. And that was one of the first major parts of that for sure. Um even if you can see it coming, it's just the way he fully leans into it. Ryan Reynolds really owns that moment. And he's like, and is gun violence a problem in the real world? Yes, actually. What? <laughs> that, that's what happens with this movie where there's a lot of either predictable or like really rough stuff happening. But then Ryan Reynolds will like do a face or deliver something so hard that I'm like, okay, I'm still enjoying this. Literally anyone else trying to deal with this material, uh, it would lose a lot. It's yeah, like, like this movie is not a Ryan Reynolds vehicle. This movie is a cheap suit Ryan Reynolds is wearing. Yes, one hundred percent. I really enjoy that. A normal person might come into this, and the fact that they have the entire island from the other game in the horizon <laughs> hidden, they might think that makes no sense at all. But then you read game dev stories where it's like, if we remove this 20 by 20 thumbnail, our engine just doesn't work and no one knows why. <laughs> right. It's been there for a decade. It's one of those things that they accidentally did something that makes sense. <laughs> Part of me believes no. there's a draft of this movie, which is very similar to the parts that maybe some of us don't like. And it gets passed to game devs who try their best, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> like the writers have friends in game development. They want to run it past their friends. And it still just can't be corrected fully back to reality. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe this movie had technical advisors the same way all historical films have technical <laughs> advisors. They're there. They're on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, when I sat here and I was like, we need Dr. Agra for the free guy spoiler cast review. I didn't sit there and entertain. He's going to use this as a platform to talk about swords. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in my life is a platform to talk about swords. (laughs) Do you have something to say about that new Ridley Scott movie, Dr. Agra? Yeah, Yeah, I didn't fucking watch it. (laughs) Because you were on your fucking phone, Agro. (laughs) I mean... Coincidentally, yes, I was on my phone during the time, but I wasn't watching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I haven't seen Ready Player One. (laughs) Oh, really? I assume assume that's a rougher experience than this going through. Oh, wait, neither have I. Oh. I have to assume it's like the. Uh, Wait a second, none of us have seen. Ready like, Player One. I don't think so. No, KZ. No. Shut have, up. No. Shut up. Stop <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> Are we gonna have to build a new trilogy to go alongside the Capcom one? Retrograde advance. <laughs> okay, so so the retro the trilogy would be this Ready Player One and Red Notice. <laughs> <laughs> You just really want to watch Red Notice for content. <laughs> Chomping at the trying boot. to remember Red Notice. That's the one that uh, that's the Ryan Reynolds, uh, Dwayne Johnson oh, Netflix yeah, show yeah, that cost four hundred million dollars, and they said and they said every single person on Earth watched four times, but nobody's ever heard of it <laughs> or can say a single thing from it. See what's <laughs> fucked up about it is I'm indifferent to it. I'm not like for it or against it. I'm indifferent. If it appears in our schedule, I'll do it. Yeah, I feel like it's really bizarre that they said that, and I don't know a living being who's seen it. Right. We're curious about because they said that. (laughs) Well, while there's lots more I would love to talk about with this film, because there's so much there. Mm -hmm. For example, (laughs) what was your favorite time they played Fantasy by Mariah Carey? Um, We're having a bit of technical problems, so we're going to wrap this. Did anyone else have any closing statements before we get to the review and end this baby? No. 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 Mm-mm. Okay. Well, uh, here's how it goes. You give a score, 1 to 10. Uh, just a few sentences really summarizing how you feel on the whole thing. And uh, yeah, that's it. We go to KZ. This film like, has a comical misunderstanding about how video games work that makes it funny to me. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is hard carrying this film. Uh, I enjoyed some stuff in the back half and... Didn't entirely hate chunks in the in the first half. Uh, f- mm, five. Okay. Uh, we go to Bob. Yeah, there's a ton of cringe in this movie. So if you can get through that, mm-hmm. there's some actually funny bits that are worth worth watching it for. Uh, I don't by any means say this is a good movie. Everyone should watch it all. Uh, I'll give it a six though, because I was actually laughing at points. Yeah, which is not something I expected. Not after like half hour plus of just oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand. Um okay, uh I guess I'll go just so I don't go last every time. Uh I genuinely was afraid that this would be a void and pass through me like the movie Jumper. <laughs> Stop talking about Jumper. I still don't know what the fuck Jumper is. Uh Jumper's a movie. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> It's a movie-shaped movie. Uh, luckily, towards the second half of this, there's some really enjoyable things like Dude uh, and ah. other writing moments and cool visuals that don't make any sense, like the building unfurling into a serpent that lays down a bridge. Uh, it's just neat. Uh, and, uh, you know, I didn't hate this as much as I was afraid I would have uh, for the first 30 minutes or so of watching it. 
Uh, if they make a sequel, I'm not touching that with a yardstick. Uh, I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10, though. It's genuinely not excruciating or terrible. It's kind of okay by the end. It's going to be all right. Uh, we're going to go to Dr. Agro for Wait. his few sentences in summary. Wait, Dan. What? What if the sequel's called Dude? Oh, then I'm there day one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's It's right. It's an entire feature-length <laughs> film with Ryan Reynolds' heads digitally grafted onto a buff dude like he's the twin from fucking The Social Network. Hey, can, yes. can, we get that, can we get that specific thing as a show? Like how they're making a Peacemaker show from The Suicide Squad? Yes! Like, you need to spin this guy off. This dude Free off. Free dude! <laughs> uh, we now head to Dr. Agro for his uh, review and number. I really, really wanted to treasure the good parts of this movie, but there are just too many giant bad parts in it for me. Like, <laughs> if it was on TV and I still watched cable, I'd, I'd watch it if it was on, but I'd change the channel if somebody else came in the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, th this movie is a four that could have been a strong six. <laughs> and now we go to Mr. Feel. Uh, it... I got tricked by the reviews, so I expected something much better than this movie was. That, I'm so and sorry. And I rated it. <laughs> I and I rated it harshly immediately after viewing, based on that. But ultimately, this is like, okay, imagine you have a giant bowl <laughs> of rice checks. Uh -huh. There's no sugar or bananas or anything. Ooh. It's just unsweetened rice checks. But sometimes there's a big chocolate chunk. Ooh. Oh, yum. Yeah. This movie is a microwave hallway of caucasity. So if you can, if you can deal with that and like the checks both with a couple pieces of chocolate in it, sounds appealing to you. You can you, you can spend ninety minutes worse ways. You can laugh at how fucking bad all the effects in this look. <laughs> it is a constant wavering thing because you get the bad effects in the game and then you get the really bad effects outside the game yeah. looking at the game oh yeah so good did, did you have a number feel uh five five out of ten okay well there we go that's our review and spoiler cast for free guy i'm i'm just glad coming out of this movie to know that uh dr agro is my virtual He's the free to my guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet red notice is better. <laughs> Which one of us will be red and the other notice? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think mean, the it, first 30% of this film was good. I <laughs> really, I thought the last 70% of this film was good. I bet that the red notice is just the bowl of checks without anything. <laughs> Based that, on everything that's scary. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's at least one rock in it. <laughs> Oh, that's accurate, yes. And, and and viewers, listeners, don't have a good day. Have a great day. <laughs> God damn it. I like Mr. Feel. He reminds me a lot of uh, that guy from the Apple TV show that everyone likes. Sports guy with mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Patron state of white dudes everywhere. <laughs> Tom Selleck? <laughs> okay you know what without saying his actual name i'm gonna send you a picture and you're gonna tell me whether or not you think this is based on a biopic for tom Selleck. oh shit it looks like flashback tom Selleck. <laughs> exactly <laughs>